Welcome to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, a guiding resource dedicated to healthcare professionals on their journey to overcoming burnout. Spearheaded by Dr. Joe Braid, a certified professional coach and rehabilitation physician. This podcast offers practical strategies through expert interviews and personal resilience stories, providing invaluable tools for navigating professional challenges while prioritizing well-being. Regardless of your role in healthcare, this podcast acknowledges the toll of your work on your overall health and is committed to supporting your recovery from burnout and fostering a fulfilling, sustainable career. So, if you're ready to begin a transformative journey, join us for each new episode. Together, we'll navigate challenges, celebrate successes, and build a supportive community of healthcare professionals. Hello and welcome back to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, with this being my first solo episode of 2024. It's great to connect with you again and thank you for your ongoing support over the festive season. I have got some great guest episodes lined up over the first quarter of this year. If you like what you're hearing, we'd love a review on whatever platform you listen on. So did you hear about the upcoming webinar I'm hosting called Find and Align Your Values? I'm doing a live masterclass, which will be interactive, and I'm really looking forward to it. You will leave with clarity around your top values and be clear on using your values as a guide to make decisions, creating and maintaining boundaries, and what you prioritize in your life, and so much more. Registration is free and via my website at drjobraid.com forward slash values. I can't wait to see you there. So in this episode, I'm talking around burnout recovery basics. I have done previous episodes covering uh, similar topics. My first episode was very much about burnout recovery and also the episode on March the 30th in 2023, if you want to review them. I'm keeping it short, and today I'm talking about three pillars in burnout recovery. Let's go. The first pillar in burnout recovery is centered around regaining control and autonomy in both your professional and personal life. The demands of the healthcare field can often leave us feeling powerless, but it's crucial to recognize the areas where you can reclaim agency, whether it's establishing boundaries with your workload or actively participating in the decision-making processes, or even seeking leadership roles to influence positive change. Taking back control is the first step towards a healthier and more balanced life. Here are some examples I'm happy to share with you of uh, what I do and what some of my clients do as well in terms of regaining control of the day-to-day. For example, how often do you check your email? Is it every half an hour? Is it when you get a new notification? Or like some of my clients, they check their email at two or three specific windows per day. That's where they are putting a boundary around uh, time to check emails, time to respond essentially to other people's to-do lists. Here's another idea for you to regain some autonomy in your everyday How can you time block in your calendar? So how can you block out what you might want to call some white space? So there's no clinic appointment. It's not lunchtime. It's not afternoon break or whatever. It is a a time where you choose what is the most important thing to do in that time rather than back-to-back client-facing or report writing work. 
It might be a moment for some breathing. It might be a moment to get outside and get some sunshine or fresh air, at least, wherever you are in the world. How can you block out even five minutes in your calendar and and really honor that time that you have in your calendar there so that that is specifically time for you and for you to stay well? And thirdly, another example could be choosing when you go to bed. And this can be like boundary setting as well. There are so many apps and tools that we've got with all the tech gear that we have. You can set a sleep reminder and set your phone to automatically go to sleep mode so the notifications are not coming through. And that might make it more likely that you get into the habit of getting a good chunk of sleep every night. The second pillar I want to talk about is support. This is a real lifeline for healthcare professionals facing burnout. The nature of our work often involves witnessing intense emotions and experiencing the weight of responsibility. So how can you cultivate around you a support system that understands the unique challenges you face? When and where can you connect with colleagues who share similar experiences? Maybe there are mentorship programs in your hospital or your health service that you could engage in when a like-minded um, colleague is somebody who can provide some advice and guidance um, around topics that you bring up. Maybe you need to consider seeking professional help. Remember, seeking support is not a sign of weakness, but a testament to your commitment to your long-term well-being. Next month, I have a great episode with Dr. Roger Sexton coming up. He is the chair of Doctors Health Alliance in Australia, and we talk about the different resources available to doctors and healthcare professionals in this country. Practicing healthcare really can end up being a lonely profession with you in your clinic room with patients all day long. So if social connection is of high importance to you, how can you integrate that into your clinic day? Here's an example. With my brain injury rehabilitation team, we have a scheduled coffee walk every Thursday. I am there after the clinical meeting. It's time to talk, connect, share what's been going on, and even the non-coffee drinkers come with us. For the third and final pillar, self-care, compassion, and kindness. Healthcare professionals are really notorious for putting others' needs before their own, and it's time to shift that paradigm. How can you look to incorporate self-care practices into your routine and recognize that caring for yourself is not a luxury, but a necessity? I invite you to embrace mindfulness, engage in activities that bring you joy, and prioritize adequate rest. Furthermore, extend that same compassion to yourself that you so willingly provide to others. Understand that it's okay to ask for help and acknowledge that your well-being matters just as much as your patients. And look, this might take practice if it's not the style that you've used to gain your achievements in the past. However, it really can change your everyday and the journey you are on in recovering from burnout. I want to leave you with this quote from Carlos Wallace. Some of us focus so much on the needs of others, we lose sight of ourselves. Stop for one moment. 
Take a deep breath. Be still. Refocus. Concentrate on improving your life. You can't be much good to others if you're no good to yourself. As we conclude these three pillars of burnout recovery tailored to healthcare professionals, I encourage you to reflect on them and see how you can implement them into your daily life. What is the first small step that calls you from listening to this podcast? The road to recovery may be challenging, but remember, you're not not alone. And together, we can foster a culture of support, resilience, and well-being in the healthcare community. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a fellow healthcare colleague. And most importantly, take the time to care for yourself because a healthier you contributes to a healthier workplace and healthier communities. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If there's someone in your world who would also benefit from this, please share it with them. Remember, you are not alone and there is hope for a brighter, more fulfilling future. Let's continue this journey together one episode at a time. For more resources, including how to move from dread to delight, head to drjoebraid.com.